Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Is this you, your quarantine, don't want to work on Saturdays? all late nights anymore and they aren't hitting their sales target yet they still come to you asking for a pay rise like oh my god are they serious (laughs) and when you try to hire somebody new and you put ads out there into the world it's crickets it seems like nobody wants to work these days sound familiar so to make up for it you end up pulling the weight for your team you're putting in all of the hours you're saying yes to all of the clients you have a team and yet the salon still isn't growing It always feels like two steps forward, three steps back, going round and round on a loop with your team and your business, and you end up hitting a plateau, and you feel like this is never going to end. If you're asking yourself, what is this all for? And if you're the highest earner, the one who's left mopping the floors at the end of the day, this isn't what you imagined as a salon owner and what a salon ownership should be like. Am I right? No, this isn't what a salon ownership should look like. Believe me. I've been on the other side of running a business and it's exhausting and you're left feeling unfulfilled and burned out. So I want to share with you one of my favorite team management strategies, which I recently taught in my Salon Mastery program during our two-day intensive. It's all about the three-step secret to how you get your team to work Saturdays and late nights. Yes, indeedy. It's time for you to ditch the hard slog way of working and move into your role as the salon CEO. And to do this, you need a growing team that is bringing in amazing clients and revenue and actually stick around. So let's dive into this episode. I'm going to run you through my team management strategy. I want to start with just kind of setting the scene. I feel like... Uh, things have changed a lot in the last couple of years. You know, to be honest, there were changes that were afoot coming anyway. Um, but certain events in the world have, I think, sped things up where, where we have entered a new stage and phase. And so I really want to talk about one of the trends that I see happening um, and why it's hard for salons to grow. Um, and I think there's a real reason that the team isn't growing, so I want to take you through that right now. Before we do that, I want to make sure that you make the most of this intensive, and I'm going to be talking a little bit of a story now before we kind of really engage again. So first things first, my recommendation is to make sure that all of your digital things are off, So nobody calls and you're not looking at texts and the team will be fine for uh, 45 minutes. Give me 45 minutes of your undivided attention. And um, I also suggest to make things go in for us to really get, you know, we've put so much time aside on this event to really get the most of it. One of the best ways to help the information go in our brains is to write or type, but actually writing with your hands and a pen is um, 
It's using your kinesthetic body. And often we're highly visual in this industry, but actually more so we're really highly kinesthetic. And that means if you are writing and taking notes, even if you don't read the notes again, your body is taking in the information at a deeper level. So I'm going to recommend that you do that. All right, let's go. Uh, I think there's, uh, I've certainly witnessed through you guys and in the industry, there's this real change in demand from our team members um, and the way that they want to engage in the workforce. And um, it often can leave us feeling, often, not always, but often can leave us feeling held hostage in our business. We have this sense that, you know, they're demanding, for things like not working on Saturdays, they don't want to work late nights anymore. Um, and the challenge is that they're not making their target, but they in the current hours that they're already working and they're demanding a pay rise. They want the pay rise, but we scr- leaves us scratching our heads going, but you're not making your target. Where, <laughs> where does the money come from? Or they're the highest earner inside of our business and the hit um, a standstill. There are some people that have been in the industry for a little while and they hit a growth ceiling. And sometimes if we're not careful, those high-performing team members can start going backwards. When they resign, uh, we get a fright. We didn't see that coming. And um, the challenge when that happens and, and it catches us unawares is that there's no applicants. We go and put it out, but if we don't have the system and process already ready to go and in our drawer ready to turn on, most of you do now because we did it last intensive, um, it can take three months to re-recruit if we get anybody at all. And typically in this industry, uh, there's a stretch. And what I see is that people are forced to go back on the floor, sometimes 40 hours a week, um, and we compromise the time that we've created to continue to grow our business. We're back on the floor just to manage the clients. Um, We don't want to turn the good clients away. We lose the income of the whole column if somebody leaves at short notice, particularly if they're a high performer. Um, And I've even seen that sometimes you're overbooked working the extra hours and the team walk out at five o'clock or they finish their client and walk out and we're still there mopping up the overflow. I can see some of you nodding, having been in this space before and I think you know the challenge for us as a business owner is it gets us into this feeling of two steps back two steps forward it is frustrating and we go round and round the loop I have been here too and I remember um, thinking how do I get out of this cycle and two steps back two steps forward Um, it's a pain it makes us like wonder what the heck are we doing it for what is it all for why do we even bother can you give me Uh, a thumbs up or a yep if you've had this feeling at some stage in your business like is this true yeah (laughs) yeah I should probably tell you to put the thumbs down actually shouldn't I like it's a dumb loop um all right good at least we're on the same page definitely flowing through in the chat um this is me right now right now yep um yes so that's Sophia Emma Stephanie Louisa uh Jacinta uh, Janine, Pauline, all oh, yes, 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 Sophia, uh, this is me now. So, yeah, everyone's in that. All right, we're on the same page. I remember the other frustrating thing too is that you go back on the floor and who becomes the best performer? 
Yeah, you. <laughs> Damn it. Um, okay, let's get you out of this loop. Hey, I just wanted to pop in to tell you something. Don't worry, we're going to get back to this awesome episode in just a second. Now, if this sounds like you, listen up. You have a team. You love your team. But you're sick of wondering why and wishing your team would make their sales targets. You want them to be smashing sales because it shows that they're actually looking after their clients really well. Like imagine if you could have a way to make more from the clients that you already have, increase sales without spending more on advertising. Well, it's totally possible and I want to help you. And I want to help you do it with ease, in a classy way. No hard and dirty sales tricks here. Ways to serve your clients, make more, because everybody wins. The team, the client, and of course, you, the business owner. Now, if you want to find out more, just DM me uh, and let's chat. I'll make a plan for you. I'm also going to leave a link for you on the show notes of this episode. All right, let's get back to the episode. I feel like um, the current world, you know, I, I want to not say this new generation, it's a bit sort of the thing to say, but I, it is a little bit true, you know, we're in an environment in a world now where um, we see people having a beautiful life. Do you know, people only put their best life forward on social. And what we don't see is the hard work that went into getting that person to where they are right now. Like once upon a time, Beyonce, she had no followers. Once upon a time, she actually had none. And then she had five. And then she had 15. And we all start somewhere. Um, this is certainly my beautiful 15-year-old son. You know, he wants the results, but he's forgotten somehow that he has to do the work. And um, our team members, they want to eat dessert before they eat the vegetables, right? But I think it's our responsibility to lead our team to make sure they eat the veggies first before they get the dessert. What happens is that we end up having the sense of like, I don't know what else to do for them. And so we, we bribe and give treats and sweets to our team. We bring food for lunches. We put more Friday night drinks on and we give them the holidays that they want, even though we've got no team. Um, we're either too kind and we give too much of ourselves. I can see some people giggling there. <laughs> Is that resonating? We're either too kind or we're too scared to say no, because if we say no, think that they're going to leave and I think instead we need to shift it around and turn it around become, to become advocates for their success like we know ultimately why do you need to eat your vegetables because you get vitamins because you get minerals and there are some good things in there if you live a life on lollies and treats you're going to get pimples and you're going to feel like crap so we need to do the same we need to advocate for our team for success so they don't so, and that we don't become the bribes to get what we want because it's short-lived we give the kid the lolly and uh what do they do they scream next time they want the lolly because they're still feeling like bad and they want the instant hit we cave to pressure we're too afraid to stand our ground and then we get into this we have to fight them um or cave into their demands and so we get into this uh, passive aggressive kind of it becomes us and them 
become passive aggressive about our team and they're like them and they're on the other side of the line and you're on this side of the line. So it's not about going into pressure. It's about leading the way through a clear step-by-step strategy and, and learning how do we articulate this. And when we've got clarity around the strategy steps for ourselves, then we're more likely to be able to communicate that with them. And then we can help them to do the freaking work like it's up to us to tell them to do the freaking work. You can change that the one of those letters if you want to. Um, one of those, yeah. Oh, need I, say I love that. that. <laughs> um, we need to tell them why they need to eat their vegetables um, and make sure they don't eat too much ice cream before dinner because they get too full, too full, full of sugar. But it's up to us to lead the way and uh, tell them that we even have a strategy. Otherwise, unfortunately, this is what I see happening is that they run out of future with us, right? They eat the ice cream and then they wonder what's next. My tummy is full, but there's nothing to look forward to. What's next for me? I've achieved all of the goals and I've been here for five minutes. We need to show them what's next, where to from here. I have a future for you. Look, you know, trust me, I have the future for you. Um, People will always leave when they run out of future with you. We need to create future otherwise she's going to look elsewhere she's going to look at the salon down the road the grass is always greener um and if they can't see what's next and the good things that are happening here right under their nose then we need to paint it out for them and actually uh become the employer of choice i always think about it like if we're not talking about our business and what's going on nobody else is it's up to us to communicate that. I think we've got to make it our quest, if you will, to be so good that they don't leave, that they don't look over the fence. So um, is that resonating, guys? Does that make sense? Is this kind of what's happening to us? <laughs> again on a loop and again on a loop? Yeah, okay. Oops. All right, let me just switch here what was the one thing out of all of those things that resonated the most what was the one that either you've been in the situation or suddenly you had the aha moment that you've been doing this uh and didn't maybe quite realize and that's a wrap thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the salon owners collective podcast and did you know there are plenty more of these strategies including masterclasses, resources step by step and done for you all of the like within my Salon Mastery Program. So if you want to join a small, intimate number of salon owners who are all on the journey towards mastering salon ownership, then hey, let's chat. I work with salon owners who have a team of four to seven or more who are already smashing seven or eight K a week or more. But don't worry, if you're not hitting that yet either, reach out. I have something for you too. And if you're more than ready to step up into your role as a real salon CEO of your business, rather than another day fully booked on the floor and the business just becomes, well, overwhelming and super stressful, then Salon Mastery would be the perfect fit and the perfect direction for you to take your salon. All you need to do is to click the Apply Now button in the show notes of this episode. Let's see if Salon Mastery is right for you. Otherwise, I see you next week, same time, same place on the podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. 
Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.